Hey, hey, hey. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Midday Cafe. Midday Cafe, where we have our cup of caffeinated goodness. <laughs> so I want to welcome everybody. I'm excited. I've been doing Midday Cafes on and off for a while, but uh, I now have a co-host that gets me pumped. And Terrell, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, Mike. Yes, I'm Terrell Barnes, and I am a global black belt at Microsoft. <laughs> I know it is the coolest job title, I have to say. Um, but basically, um, the global black belts at Microsoft, we sit on a team kind of in between um, our account teams and our mm -hmm. uh, product and engineering teams, yeah. and we're aligned with our newest solutions. So we're kind of keeping that feedback loop tight between customers and what they're looking for and our product and engineering teams. Awesome. And how long have you been working as black belt? Uh, five and a half years now. Five and a half years. Yeah. Now I, I got to know. Do you have a key? <laughs> I do not. I do not. <laughs> I think we know you're the real black belt, Mike. So how about you, Mike G? Yeah. Mike Gennady. So Doctor Mike. Doctor Mike. No, Doctor G. Yeah. So I've been around uh, with Microsoft 22 years now. Wow. Yeah. I'm old. I had somebody ask. I had somebody pinging me internally. They were with a bunch of MVPs, and they're like. Is Mike Gennady retired? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Not yet. Come on. Um, but yeah, I've been around 22 years, focusing really on the broad uh, kind of uh, end user enablement, I call it, right? Starting with SharePoint way back in these days, Viva, Copilot. Um, yeah, and it's been great. Great ride. Get to work with great people. Thank you. Uh, Likewise, you have been such a, like, great resource that uh, well, and thanks. i have so much fun presenting with you yeah and that, i think our customers enjoy it too yes and i think that's why we want to do this yeah so. um yeah so been around a while and uh i'm excited for this and the, we've got this new format we're going to be doing do you want to kind of run through it oh uh, sure so we're going to talk about microsoft copilot kind of top of mind for everybody mm -hmm. we hope and then we're going to talk about some of the kind of winners and bloopers that we've seen in the past week. So like great success stories yeah. and use cases and yep. maybe some things that aren't so good that we can learn from. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get into a little bit about this week's topic, which is really going to be about the Microsoft Graph. Yeah. Everything's built on the Microsoft Graph. And I think we throw out Microsoft Graph here and there. And I just want to really kind of dive into what exactly is a Microsoft Graph. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I do have to say this. I throw it out there all the time. And then you have people I can see on the camera going, <laughs> what? Because <laughs> we don't explain it. I know. We don't. And once you get it, though, I think it's a really cool concept. And it makes a lot of sense of how we're able to leverage AI and, you know, get these personalized and curated yeah. experiences. Awesome. Um, and then Mike G is a sensei and actually has three black belts. No, two. Two. Thought you had three. No, two. Well, that's all right. That's still two more than I have. And so we're going to hear a little bit about um, the universal man inspiration. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to share some training tips. I'm also um, an endurance athlete and avid cyclist. And so I'm just going to share some of the things I've thought about this week. I like that. You know what would be cool, too? Because this is what I love about what we do so much of it can get tied i mean has analogies in like you're going to talk like, about oh yeah endurance endu training yeah 
Absolutely. I think I, I come up with so many solutions or, or ideas when I'm, when I'm writing or um, when I'm training or, and also lessons learned. So yeah. yeah, I'd love to share some of those. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So uh, real quick, I guess we'll start off with the weekly recap. Anything that really struck you this week with that you was hitting you? Yeah. You know, um, I kind of heard a story from a customer and I felt like it wasn't the best way to measure success of, um, of like a new platform. And it was, um, they adopted a new learning platform a few years ago Mm -hmm. and their success criteria was just measuring number of users. And the problem with that is it was their compliance training. So like people had to go there and, you know, I, I feel like, that's a real opportunity. And one of the things about Viva Learning that's so powerful is, um, you know, we're customer zero for our solutions here Mm -hmm. at Microsoft, especially our employee experience solutions. And after we implemented Viva Learning, um, there was a 50% increase in voluntary courses taken by employees at Microsoft. And that was a huge win for the learning team because that's what every organization is really trying to do is drive voluntary learning. They want people to, to take you know new courses and upskill in ways that yep. are meaningful to them and that are going to help them progress in their career journey. So. so when you think about that, like they were doing, so they were just measuring users, not, yes. not number of active and think different things like that, which would be 100% because they're compliance. Right. But then were they seeing, do they know, are they able to even gauge like voluntary learning and things of that nature. I'm not sure that they're even able to measure that. So now we're going to kind of have to go back and backtrack and see, hey, what are better, you know, mm-hmm. ROIs? Yeah. And kind of reset um, after the fact, after the investment's been made. Right. Now we're going to try to show the ROI. And that's obviously not ideal. Right, right. And, you know, you mentioned how Microsoft, we're seeing a lot more. Uh, with the the voluntary, mm-hmm. what are some of those things that attribute to that? I think really learning in the flow of work, Mike, in teams. Like you can, yep. I can take my courses in teams. It's yeah. like a Netflix type experience. It's in the flow of work on my phone. Yeah, that's awesome. Like you're sitting somewhere waiting in the waiting room, and you yeah. can like finish your training. And then also, um, we leverage AI across the graph, so yep. it's going to nudge me. Hey, uh, this is a course that you know people with similar backgrounds are interested in. Yep. You know, you might want to take it or consider that. Um, and then I'm also able to list out skills that I um, have or mm-hmm. I have features or things that I'd like to consume, and right. and then get um, courses that show up that would meet those criteria. And yeah. so I think all of that kind of experience. I like the one thing and you, I, I won't use the name of the, the streaming service, but kind of a streaming service like experience where, like you said, it it's looking at you mm-hmm. with the, all that graph that we're going to talk about in a little bit. So it understands you and what you're really doing. And then also as you subscribe to, Hey, I'm interested in this. I have these skills. It can really combine those to present you with stuff that's meaningful to you and it'll catch your interest. Yeah. Just like the streaming service. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you might be interested in this based on your past yeah. history. Yeah. Love that. That's that's awesome. Um, well, my uh, weekly recap was it 
All things Copilot. Really? That's, uh, That's awesome. yeah. So Copilot, for those who are not familiar, Copilot, you go out and look, type in, bing it, Microsoft <laughs> Copilot. And uh, Copilot as that AI assistant for, you know, we've been showing it. Uh, customers, they're like, I've never seen the interest and demand to be on a preview. I was talking with my manager, Eden, yesterday, and she's like, it's crazy because they're dishing out real money to preview something that's not even released yet. And and they can't we we don't that's, have the slots for everybody yeah. that wants to. Um, that's because exciting. she and she said she had one company say, we have to because this is a differentiator that will affect. I mean, they were just this is our bottom line, period. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of presentations with that. And uh, it's been, everybody wants in. I even had uh, a, an executive, a chief executive the other day uh, try to say, well, you know, Mike, if we can't get in on this, we're looking at competition and, and things of that nature, right? <laughs> to do it. And, and it was specifically though around co-pilot integ integration into Outlook Word in the daily flow of work, having an AI assistant right there. And I started laughing, I said, Come on, you are not because nobody else can do that. They're looking at your graph data and in your in your graph app. I mean, in your uh, three sixty five apps. And he started laughing. He goes, "Okay, but I want in on that preview." <laughs> I love that. So yeah, it's been. Uh, that's been I've a been while using ride. it. I love it. Love I joined. It. I um, joined a meeting late recently. I, I I had a conflict, and I was able to recap everything that had happened in the meeting with Copilot and catch yep. up and be right there. And so I love our technology. It's it is it's amazing. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. When I show people how I'm using it on a daily basis, they're like, "Wow!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, this ain't even released yet. It's still yeah. early." Yeah. And it's it's kind of mind blowing. Um. So winners. Oh, we talked about winners and bloopers. We already kind of commingled the two. That's all right. Yeah. That's good. So you want to talk about the graph? Let's talk about that. So you are much better versed and more articulate by far than me well, in describing you. the graph. So like one thing. <laughs> so Terrell, no, no. Terrell, yes. what is the graph? The graph. <laughs> well, and the reason I love the graph and describing it is because I started my career as a statistician. I went to graduate school at NC State, great school. Go Wolfpack. Um, <laughs> and um, so think of the graph like, um, I'm, I'm gonna just gonna like share an analogy. Okay, so think about an asset like a wind turbine, right? Mm -hmm. And you have sensors on that asset and you're measuring things that are happening, the vibration, the temperature right. in its environment, right? So if you have a wind turbine in like Iowa and you have a wind turbine in the Gulf of Mexico, they're gonna be in different environments. So mm -hmm. they're going to have different data coming off of them. Well, that data coming off those sensors, we timestamp that. And then we create this kind of time series data set. And it's almost like a, a graph, like a, um, a historian of what's going on with these assets. Gotcha. And then we can look at over time, like how do we optimize them? When's the best time to take them down for maintenance mm -hmm. and such, right? Well, think about people as the asset, okay? I'm a windmill. 
Yes, you're a windmill, <laughs> but you're um, using Outlook and you're right. chatting in Teams and you're having meetings mm -hmm. and all of those things produce a signal and we can timestamp that signal and then we can create that data set, you know, that uh, time series data right. set. And that's the Microsoft Graph. So it's this massive data historian of everything that's going on in Microsoft tools. And so the cool thing is it's it's private. So we are able to de-identify and aggregate that data so that we can see trends, we can see what's going on with people right. and their behaviors. But not but not like Mike. Mike. Right. Like I don't know exactly what Mike's doing, but I can see at a level, like a higher level, what Mike's team is doing. Right. Or what, you know, um people at a different location are mm -hmm. doing as far as like you know, time they're spending in meetings. Mm -hmm. um, what's their work week span? What's their work day span? Uh, what after hours work are they yeah. doing? So all of these really important signals around people's behavior at work. So it's mm -hmm. the largest data set that's ever been created about how people are behaving at work. That's huge. It is huge. Because when we leverage AI across that, we're able to really um, learn some fascinating things around how people are working, what's not working, mm -hmm. what what is working, especially when we marry it up with other contextual data. Right. So, like for example, engagement survey data. Right. Oh, with the with so you get subjective with objective yeah. data, like sentiment, how people yeah. are feeling, and you pair that with how people are working. Wow. That's mm -hmm. powerful because then I can say, oh, for these people who are feeling overwhelmed and burnt out, how many meetings are they in? You know, right. what's the, what's their what's their after hour workload? How much time are they spending with their manager in one on ones? Mm -hmm. How much coaching are they getting? You know, what kind of courses are they taking, or what kind of learning could we give them, or how can we make a change that's going to help improve their work life balance? For so example? that brings to mind then, so are we doing things with that data that allows you to do some predictive analysis? Absolutely, around? yeah. We can predict attrition up to like 52 weeks in advance. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. It's very powerful, especially when you don't wanna lose some of your talent and mm -hmm. you start to see this disengagement, you get ahead of that. I mean, that's millions and millions of dollars and you know, on the bottom line. I saw, well, I saw. I was again my manager. I love talking to my manager. That's awesome. Do you know Eden? I do. Eden is she's, the, she's just awesome. She's so nice. Very uh but uh we were talking yesterday again and she had done an MTC um with a customer. It was a world renowned Microsoft Technology Healthcare. Center. Yes. That's my, what MTC Thank you. Is. Yes. We're acronym happy we here. Love that. We we love our little yeah, three letter acronyms all over um, but the, at the Microsoft Technology Center they were hosting their world-renowned healthcare provider right so hospital uh, chain or hospital that's very well known and she was talking about that prediction piece yeah and they were showing it though built in with context of uh, clinicians and oh. particular nurses wow. and they were like that's huge yeah. for us. It's just that they've been really impacted, yeah. especially with COVID and lots of burnout and lots of attrition. Mm -hmm. It's a big, yep. big problem there. Well, that's cool that we're like looking at that clinician population. And, and we, yeah, it's, it's been an area that we're finally getting around to a little more of that. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, we talk about, you know, I was just looking, we have our, our whiteboard uh, with ideas and stuff, but, um, you know, some of the data you were talking about, uh, what we're doing with it. So isn't there, haven't we done some things where we're looking even broader at data as, as Microsoft and around what we call the trends? Yep, yeah, work trends report. Work we trends. Do, we um, publish that twice a year and we actually, our, our website, it's Work Lab. We created kind of a, we took an approach of like a test and learn approach and mm -hmm. look at this as a, an opportunity and there's all kinds of cool stuff, but you can find the work trends report um, on our work lab site. Um, so what have they found? Oh, just like you, we can look globally at trends across industries. Um, Cause when you aggregate all that data up, um, right. you can see things like over time, like people are working um, much more. And so there but are- But I thought if you work at home, you'd be- Yeah. But that's not the case, That's not it? the case. <laughs> The data shows that people are working more than ever. In fact, there are three peaks a day now. There used to be two peaks, like a peak in the morning and then a peak after lunch. Mm -hmm. There's a peak in the evening. And sometimes that's good because that's giving people flexibility. Like say they want to spend time with their kids after school right, or right. sports and such. And then they go and do you know work later. Um, and sometimes that's just they don't have any enough time during the day because meetings, too yeah. many meetings yeah. to do their work. So that's the only time they can do it. So just being able to see that signal and kind of dive into it and see what's going on. That, you know, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And I, th I think it's interesting because, you know, we're going to talk about Viva in a bit. But um, one of the things that yesterday in a pro I was talking, I did talk Viva here and there during the week. You better. And uh, one of the customers, when we were looking at the insights piece, when I showed them how they could set quiet time, not focused during work, but quiet after work, yeah. that caught their interest because to your point, you may the issue may not be that, hey, I took time to do this and now I'm gonna do this, but it's, we get caught in rack and stack and then I'm doing a peak, then I'm doing work mm -hmm. and peaking, right? We're we're getting those signals, which that means that's a train coming to a burnout wreck, right? Right. Right. And uh yeah, and so when I showed them that, that was exactly what came up that we're in rackings, we're in meetings all day, and then I gotta catch up at night. Yeah. Well, that's been one of my favorite features. And so I'll just describe part of our, our Viva platform. It's our employee experience platform. Built on? Built on the Microsoft Graph. Yes. <laughs> and about two and a half years ago, we GA'd the Microsoft Viva platform. And it's well, a new GA'd? category. Uh, general availability. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> so um, we actually created a new category mm -hmm. called EXP. Yeah. So employee experience. Yeah. And... Um, it's an ecosystem and a platform approach, mm -hmm. and it can be consumed in teams, across the stack, and we are customer zero. So we get to, you know, we used to call it dog food, now it's elite, but we are the kind of guinea pigs. We're testing all of this on ourselves and then learning from that and then iterating. And then mm -hmm. once we get it down to a certain level, then we um, productize it and share it with customers. And so one of my favorite things about uh, Viva Insights, mm -hmm. which is like a fitness tracker for work, right, um, is focus time. It schedules focus yes. time for me on my calendar ahead before it gets, you know, 
locked up with collaboration. And that saved me. It's changed my work life. I love it. Yeah, I, I was going to say that's for me. That's that absolutely is uh, one of my I'll, I'll say two. Well, it actually, that is my favorite because that whole proactive grabbing of time, because you and I are both in the same boat where we're getting. We could get we could be spending every moment in meetings yeah. presenting. If and we're not we even terrible. get double booked yeah. and stuff, but Triple they can't booked. do it. Right. When you have focus time. Well, they can, but, you know. Well, they can, but it gets put. Up. Yeah, we're not showing up. <laughs> Unless you ask me in advance. And even if you come out and ping me, I'm not going to get a toast pop up right. or a ring. Right, Because it quiets all the noise. Yeah. It's like, and do I, not disturb. Yeah, and I love it because then it gives me the ability to take ownership. And I can say, you know what? I don't need that that block this week. Yeah. And I can remove it. And then people can fill it in. Um, but instead of the default being me scrambling to find time, it's ensuring I get the time I need to do all those non-meeting because meetings isn't work. Right. I mean, meetings is part of work, but, but that's not my, my It creates job. more work, Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I love my manager too, Kara. She's awesome. And she's very supportive of mm -hmm. us blocking her calendars and you yep. know, for the time we need. In fact, that's a cool thing about Viva Learning it'll say it'll block learning time do you want to schedule yeah. to take this course and if it's 30 minutes long you can go ahead and schedule it and it has the course and a link and it's on your calendar yeah. it's awesome the, the the customer who i was showing uh some of the stuff that i mentioned with insights um showing them in learning when i showed them that they're like wait a minute you mean and it'll be on my outlook and it blocks it i was like yeah mm -hmm. rlms doesn't do that I know. <laughs> and it's something we take for granted because it I sounds know. so simple. Yeah. But instead of having to go from that to another app, right. and it's just. Saves you steps. Oh, yeah. And so I just clarify, Viva Learning is not an LMS. We're, an, we're like an LXP, a learning experience platform. Yeah. And we aggregate, we sit on top of LMSs. And we yeah. also have the ability to. Um, use learning APIs and pull in any third party yeah. or create custom content and SharePoint and make that a learning uh, object. So lots of It's like that one-stop shop for all things for, for learning, which I love. Yeah. So we we kind of hinted at Viva. Do you want to kind of talk a little bit more about, I mean, you you started off talking about the experience platform. Right. What What are we covering and what are we really looking to address today Okay. With that platform. And that's a great question. We What we're doing is we're putting the employee at the center mm -hmm. and we're creating this more of a digital hub type experience where no matter where the employee is working, they could be at home, they could be in the office, they could be traveling. They're able to, yeah, access all of these different things they need, like communications. Yep. Um, uh, there's a home site and it's it's like your home page, your landing page, and it's curated and personalized for you because it's leveraging AI across the graph. So yep. it knows what your role is. It knows where you're located. And so you're going to see content that's, you know, just specific to you. you. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to access your learning, um, your insights around, yeah, just like those, those nudges and such that we talked about, mm -hmm. like my fitness tracker for work. Um, then also your um, like OKRs. Oh, so which you, OKRs are around? Objectives and key results. Yeah. So that's a big um, thing now. And mm -hmm. we have a solution for that called Viva Goals. Yep. 
So I know the work I'm doing each day, how that ladders up to the overall mission of our organization. So that helps me stay engaged and empowered. And focused on what you should be doing, right? right? Yeah. Prioritized and focused Mm -hmm. for me. Um, so those, all of those different, you know, skilling and growth yep. and the analytics and insights and the communications piece and the, and the goals and OKRs and objectives that we're working on, all kind of bringing all of those to me mm-hmm. in teams um, where I'm working and um, kind of making it front and center so I don't have to go looking for anything. I can just find it right there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. I mean, it, and the idea, you know, that it's all in teams, mm-hmm. single pane of glass. I don't have to go at, again that that same customer yesterday, not having to open app and app and app. Right. Right. Yeah. One stop. Av and I did a study, and they said on average, <clears throat> um, an employee has sixty four different places they have to go to get all the resources they need. Yeah. That is. Yeah. yeah. Who has time for that? No, it leads to burnout, frustration, and it's like, uh, yeah, it it leads to a slow computer because a lot of people just keep all that stuff open. open, right? And they're tabbing around. And you're like, where was that? Yeah. Yeah. So So Viva, so Viva has, I mean, that's been a whole new thing that we've been doing, but now we're branching. We've talked a little bit about it, and we're lighting up new things in Viva, as well as other areas. And that is this whole leveraging that graph again mm-hmm. with Copilot. Yes. So Copilot just brings another layer. That's our chat GBT, bringing chat GBT into all of our office products, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that it's, I heard a really cool use case for learning, actually. So think about, um, you know, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about machine learning. Mm-hmm. So say I want to go from like zero to expert in machine right. learning. I can say, hey, Copilot can design a learning path for me um, with the courses I need to take. Yeah. Um, so I can do this in, you know, in 10 weeks or, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. I, I, and, and boom, it builds it right there. Customized based on, you know, courses I have access to, um, the yeah. timeline I put in. And then think about learning admins being able to do that instead of manually having to create all these learning paths for yeah. groups of employees. Just ask can, it. Yeah. Ask it. And it does it. And then yeah. if you need to edit, fine, but yeah. get it's, the bulk of the work. Right. First pass. Wow. Yeah. Huge savings. That is big. Um, I was thinking about too, like even just, uh, you know, question how often do we struggle to get an answer to a question but we don't really know how to phrase the question mm. you know what i mean to yeah. get the right response or so people and i saw you know some of the things they're talking about uh doing with copilot and viva being able to to have prompts and and things around that but viva uh copilot it's it's bigger than just viva right so what other well there's co-pilots for everything. For everything. You know more about the other <laughs> co-pilots than me. Well, you tell know. Me, tell me some of the good, cool co-pilots. Yeah. So I, I, the one thing I did want to stress right off the I know I'm like leaning back uh, off camera. <laughs> um, so with co-pilot, one of the things that I get asked, there's two things right off the bat that companies have been asking and they get nervous about. Is it going to take over stuff? Mm-hmm. That's number one. And the other is, 
well, if it's chat GPT, you're putting my data out, out there in public. Oh, and, no, we're not. Right, right. And I wanted, I wanted to hit that. So the first one is, um, is, it gonna, is it meant to replace? So there's two functions, two different AI scenarios that Microsoft has been working towards. One is an autopilot sort of piece with Azure AI where you're dealing with automation, automated processes and leveraging AI to help handle a lot of that because it can do it quicker, more efficient, et cetera. But then Copilot is exactly what it says. It's an assistant. Mm -hmm. It is user directed. It's user initiated in the flow of work. Work pretty much every app that yeah. we've got out there for 365 at some point. Like right now, I'm using it in Word and PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. I use it in Outlook for email <laughs> generations. Oh, it's that's huge. Being able to prioritize. Hey, prioritize my email yes. based on emails from my manager and customers, and then draft a response. Well, and that's a whole thing too, right? Analyzing, so large document. I don't know how many of you get this. I, I get this all the time, um, where somebody will send me something and they're like, well, have you looked at this and the following? And it's this huge document with ton of content. I don't have time to read it, <sighs> but I don't have to now. I know. Oh, I you just can summarize it. Right? I ask it to summarize. That's so funny. I actually did it. I grabbed an internal doc that I was interested in, and I just wanted the salient points. But it was—I forget how many pages. But it was projected plans and things all around Copilot and Autopilot, mm. um, and it had like all kinds of in-depth documentation. I was like, yeah. "Can you can you synthesize this down to five bullet points yeah. for me?" And it did. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of long emails. Sorry. No. I learned that early in my technical career to, to be brief, brevity. Yeah. And also we're working cross generations, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. I'm. there are gener generations who only read the subject line. Yeah. Or, hey, you know, it's really interesting. <laughs> I've noticed our culture changed since, well, I've only been here five and a half years, but from being very email centric yeah. and like people, to, you know, you're gonna respond to the email. Yeah. And to being like, if it's really urgent or important, you get a Teams chat, right? I, you know, I love that. It's funny you say that. And because, like, going back when Teams was just starting, mm -hmm. um, which wasn't that long ago. It's no, like what, six years, right? Yeah, six, yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember when it first came out, I was still at the at the Microsoft Technology Center as an architect. In Malvern, right? In Malvern, yeah, in PA, Pennsylvania. And I was like, this is, this is so awesome because email had gotten out of control. I get four to 500 emails yeah. a day. And that's and just I, work email. We have personal email I too. can't keep up. I know. And I, and I gave up and my manager at the time was an ex exchange product team member. And I'll never forget, he came in one time and I was talking about using Teams and how I use it. And if you want to talk, if you really want me, you message me in Teams. Right. And I said, because I can't keep up with email. I'm in sessions all day. And I said, uh, as of right now, and I pulled it up, I had over 40,000 unread email messages. I wish for his eyes went, <laughs> that reminds me. Okay, so 
someone asked me not that long ago, like they were very proud of their zero inbox. And they asked me like how many emails I was like, I am not telling you. I, I, I have, don't we have like almost unlimited email here? Yes. With, okay, especially yeah. with archival. I yeah. use that feature. <laughs> yeah. I have 30 day archival. We have excellent search. I have. I, I mean, why not? I'm just going to do this for the heck of it. What? I'm going to pull up my email. Let's see how many unread. Right now I'm doing pretty good. Okay. There we go. Uh, no. So unread, I have 14,920. <laughs> oh, it, it's going up. No, I have You're a lot more than that. making me feel so much better. So, so there we are. <laughs> yeah, there we are. Hey, yes. I just realized that you discovered a new org explorer. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, so we have two segments and, and, Thank you for all staying with us uh, right now because we're trying to get the hang of how we do, how we're going to do this. So we are going to have transitions. We're going to get fancy, but right yeah. now we're starting. Okay. So this is my sensei says. Okay. Um, and for those who don't know, I actually, yes, I used to teach martial arts and I used to dress up for Microsoft in a hakama with my katana. I've seen those. They're still I, on YouTube. They are you can find still on So there. Mike is a real black belt. I'm just a black belt by, <laughs> that's the name of my job title. I'm a belt. I, I had a, I, my first sensei, I'll never forget. He It was for uh, Shorin Ru. He was from Okinawa. He was, and my dad had to beg him to take me. Um, I was a little kid. And uh, what grade was I? Second grade. And he did not teach children. Oh. This is before all the commercial right. oh, uh, dojos yeah. and all. He didn't take little kids. And um, we lived in an area that, uh, while we were looking for a house, they were looking to build. My dad, we moved from California to Connecticut oh. in what used to be Little Italy in this one city. And uh, it had since become very run down. My grandpa was one of the few people still there. And I used to get beat up daily. Really? Oh yeah, I was by older kids like junior high. I was you in second. I was in second grade, and I had That's... junior high kids. Oh my god, I'm so glad I'm like I had high. a kid one time take a board from you know from uh this one lot, and the kid was a junior high student, and I kid you not, go right smack in me in my face. What? Wow. But at any rate, my dad was like, "Look, I'm not gonna beat these kids up." Blah blah blah. So at any rate, he found this place, and uh, he. Finally, the instructor said, okay, if you agree to come with him, uh, then he can I'll, he can be in the classes. And he, my dad had to take her with me. So uh, what am I, uh, though, the point is, I don't even know what the point is. I got way off. I've been doing it for doing it forever, but. Uh, since second grade. Since second grade. Did, when did you stop getting beat up? Like, when did you. Start I beat up my first kid in second grade. Oh my gosh, that was a quick learning curve. <laughs> well, good for you. It sounds like I it was did. a rough, it was a rough I had a second rough, grade. I had a rough experience. second going into third grade, and then uh, yeah, and then, uh, but it was a classmate. It was a kid my own, my own age who was the bully. Yeah, uh, and it was inner city, and uh, it was, I'll never forget. Construction workers were watching <laughs> us fight. <laughs> My mom had to come in. Luckily, and by that point, I could, I'd, I'd learned how to do a few things. Um, 
But uh, I any, love that story. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I, I learned to be a tough little guy. But uh, yeah, so I was a sensei. So we thought we'd do a sensei says. Um, so sensei says org explorer. So getting back to something that people care about. <laughs> um, Viva, we've been talking about Viva people. Mm -hmm. People in Viva. So you have to have the Viva suite, right? Mm -hmm. For this. And, you know, I've been waiting for people in Viva for a while, people in Viva. And yesterday I'm in a meeting and uh, Chris Wendling, one of our uh, Modern accountants, yes. Yeah. And he, he says, well, you know, and then uh, for people, the, the Org Explorer and Outlook, I said, what are you talking about? I didn't even know that. I had never noticed the little icon. I went, oh. so if you have to have, it's in the 32-bit application right now, it lights up, right? It's also in Teams now. So, so you Teams. told me this this morning. I came in, I was like, I never knew. In Outlook, ooh, I thought I had found this gold. And then she looks at me, she goes, it's also in Teams now. So it's went GA, general availability, at least for... I know for Outlook, there's for a whole post. I'm on dog food and teams too. Early. Okay, so you might be getting. So I have to look. You're, you've got to be on a, even a, an earlier build. I'll I'll try. No, actually, I used to be. So I used they to. They kick you out. They yeah. Called, they called. The, they called. There was somebody nice. internal. So one of the the balancing acts is they love to let us all have act. You know, lots of folks. And I got early. I got access to teams before we announced teams, literally an internal meeting at an offsite uh, for healthcare, when healthcare first started. The very first offsite in Vegas, I got this invite where they, you had, they rigorously checked people at the door, no cameras, your phone's off, no computers on, talking about this thing that was gonna come out called Teams. And, uh, I'll never forget that. And so I got, as a part of that, I got on this thing that was the, that the developers were on, the, the early engineers and stuff. So I'd get like two updates a day. That's and, cool. And I had like all kinds of crazy stuff showing up like, wow. And then it would disappear too sometimes. And then it would disappear. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, well, and I have to be careful what I showed and didn't. Right. Somebody internally who had access to that as well, evidently showed something. So mm. all of us non product group members got kicked out. Mm. It's a bummer. Which, you know, I understand. Yeah. So, but you're seeing it there. I'll put a link to the, uh, I know the post on um, Org Explorer and Outlook. If you haven't looked, it's, it's really and it's awesome. not, yeah, and it's like a first iteration because some of the screenshots and things we've been showing customers in, in PowerPoint decks, a lot of it's not even lit up yet, different yeah. pieces. But it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming fast. That's something I love about Microsoft is we. It doesn't take us that long to catch up with the marketing. Yeah. Our you know our architecture isn't that far ahead of our products. And it's the cloud. So we instead of I mean in the old days I mean I remember the old days where I'd go on premise and I install the latest SharePoint or you know the service pack updates and stuff to get new features. But you would. You'd wait for features like it was once a three-year, and we had events to commemorate the launch, the latest launch. It was Office 2017, Office, you know, this. We still and have some of the swag. 
if anyone I wants them. <laughs> old swag. So, but now with the cloud, it's it's this iterative, much nimbler uh, cycle. Love the cloud. Yeah. There are still disbelievers in the cloud. There are. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to a few. <laughs> I've talked to a few. Try but, to stay open. We try to stay open, but it's it's kind yeah. Of hard I mean, we the cloud. we sell them, but like you know, bringing up to your earlier conversation, graph. Mm -hmm. I have had not not recently, but you know, because of our the nature of our clientele and what they're doing, we had a lot of ones that were still on premise for a long time because. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, just security. Yeah. yeah. And it's not their priority. It's right. It's it's helping patients. Right. Yeah. So. But. What was I about to say? Man, I'm getting old. I was about to say with, oh, the graph and uh, not the graph with uh, the cloud. They, you know, they were asking about the graph stuff that I would show and they'd be like, oh, well, can't we do this? Well, you have to have the graph. Well, right. can't we install the graph on premise? And I'd have to explain to them, like you said, it's the largest data set yeah, like this. It's being created um, constantly. Yeah. They, and I said, you would need a data center yeah. just for that. Right. Yeah. And, and then it kind of comes home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what's like crazy about like generative AI. And I was listening to a really cool yeah. podcast. Um, with it was an interview by uh, Rex Friedman from MIT, mm -hmm. MIT AI guy, interviewing um, CEO Sam Altman, right? OpenAI, yeah, which we've partnered with. We've partnered Gave with. Gave some yeah. love to Satya. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, really brilliant podcast. I just really enjoyed that. But talking about how, um, just where we're going, the the amount of content in the world that's been mm -hmm. created. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And that's why just having that, you know, AI be able to kind of cruise it and come back yeah. with something in seconds is absolutely amazing because it's almost like there's a graph of the world, mm -hmm. right? If you yep. think about it, um, that's constantly being created. And uh, yeah, it's it's really, it is terrifying, but it's also fascinating and it's a really cool neat place to be and it's really neat to be in the world and be in tech right now yes it is and i will say you know going back to like you're talking about the open ai one of our first instantiations of that with um leveraging bing our search engine right right in line with uh the edge browser mm -hmm. so you know i use that now and i demo when i'm being asked to talk copilot i always show them that at the end because it is flipping mind-blowing. Our search is so awesome right now. I, I mean, it's gotten so it's, powerful. It writes my, like, yeah. I have customers saying, oh, hey, can you get us the resources around all the things that we need around this, blah, blah, blah. And in the past, that meant me doing search mm -hmm. and then scrolling through and checking, no, and yeah, not that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then having to write up, a, some, you know. Right. It took hours it, sometimes. Yeah, that was all the follow-up work. Yeah. And it took so long. And now I go in and um, I, I just type and I, I call it a blog entry because that's like an article or a yeah. post. And I pick long and I always say at the end, provide URL links with to resources. And it spits out this. I was wondering how you're so quick after we, after we present 
it's like 15 minutes later and you've got this nice email with all these links that you sent And there out. we go. That's yeah. And I tell you, it's like, it's writing a, it's writing an email, yeah, <laughs> writing out. So, and I can do it if I want it in email format. Yeah. I can even tell it email and then I can even pick the voice. Really? Yes. So I got, I'll just okay. bring up one example. Okay. So on my phone, I have top and center. Ooh, come back here. Bing, the Bing app which I, to be blunt, I had no use for, for a long time. We've had yeah, one. Yeah. I never I'm, used it. Yeah. Uh, I do now. So this is the Bing app. Oh, it's right. There's a thing. And what right front and center, they have this capability when you tap that icon where you can ask it to do stuff. So my wife was recently up in Michigan with her sisters. They all went together. And it was for one of their brothers who had struggled with dependency for 40 years, 40 wow. plus years. And he, after a series of misfortunes and things, he hit rock bottom and went into a program three years ago. And he has been sober free for over oh, three years now. So and he got, he graduated from this program, real intensive ones, big props to the folks out in Saginaw, Michigan, oh, that's um, so great. The, it's the the judge is actively involved with them, goes bowling outings with oh, them and stuff. Cool. I mean, all kinds of stuff. But he got to uh, let me get choked up. He gave a talk, but they wanted to say they none of the three. And I know they're not going to watch this long, so I can say this. Uh, none of the three is very eloquent mm -hmm. with words. And they were like they. They called me while they were driving up. Mike, we don't know what to, we want to say something to him and have something we can say to him. Yeah, from the heart. Yeah. So I put in there and I put, uh, I forget what voice I picked. It was, uh, I put in here, oh, and then I said, tell me, and I, I said the scenario. Uh, provide, you know, telling me, telling my brother that he's, uh, how proud we are of him, how much we love him. And I listed out a couple of things. It spit out a speech that I kid you not, I texted back to them and they changed the first sentence. And that was it. They were like, this is beautiful. Oh, that's so awesome. And it, but it was like capture what they wanted to share. Yeah, and I asked them on the phone, what yeah. are the things you wanted to talk oh, about? And I'm they just threw out some ideas. App. I haven't used the Bing app. Yeah, use cash and use casual voice. Casual um, voice. Because it's it's meant to be personal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it did a phenomenal. Oh, that's so cool. It, it was also that. a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. They were like, "Wow, this is." This is what we would want to say. Right. Um, and again, you you know, you always change things. But yeah, I show that app all the time. The the one right in Edge, the Edge yeah. browser. It almost democratizes like speech writing and being able to, to share like a toast or something. Because, you know, yes. a lot of people use speech writers and there, there's somebody creating this, these wonderful things they say. Right? AI can do it. I know. Oh, everybody can do that. Everybody can oh, do it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Aww. I think we should wrap on this awesome note. I think so. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody turning in for our first. We'll, if you have comments or suggestions, we'd love to hear them. We would. 
Um, we're going to have special guests too. Yes. So if you're interested in being a guest, let us know, reach yep. out. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. This has been really fun and we look forward to uh, next week. Yeah. And just, it's going to be every Friday. So please, your comments, suggestions, questions. While I was sitting here, you know what I was thinking? What? We should have like a form that people can post questions to, submit questions uh, to us. And we could have, I think uh, we have. We have tech for that. Question of the day. I think so. <laughs> so with that, this is Mike. This is Terrell. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Yeah, happy Friday. Take care, everybody. Bye.